Welcome to another episode of the Strive for 25 podcast, where our team is helping people build their financial freedom. And one of the things we talk a lot about is saving and investing 25% of one's income. And I'm your host, Joel Farrell. And each week we dig into the ways that people are generating more income to be able to save more money and the ways that they are investing that hard-earned dollar. And lastly, the how, how people are making these changes. Because again, we're talking about changes. We're talking about changing behaviors. Let's get into today's content so we can help you on your financial journey towards living a life with the power of choice. Welcome to another episode of the Strive for 25 podcast. Joel Farrell here, and I've got a really, really cool guest on today from St. Louis, Missouri, uh, my hometown, Javon Williams. And you've got a really unique story. And uh, also, you're a young dude. You're 24, 24 years old. Yeah, yeah 24. And, and you've already been doing a lot of cool stuff. Um, but do you want to just kind of give us a quick background of what you're doing right now with your, your almost two full-time jobs and and what uh, your your other passion is uh, on the side real quick? Yeah. Um, so right now I've been driving for uh, the parking spot three. Being I was, I'm a shuttle driver. I've been doing that for about four months now. And I've been uh, fueling the airlines for a month. And it's about 30 hours as a shuttle driver and about 40 hours as um, an airline fueler, between 20 and 30 hours shuttle driving. And then I've been studying and learning, practicing, trading uh, Forex for three years. I started 2019, uh, February 5th. And then from there, it's just, I had I got bit by the bug and I just been stuck with it. I can't can really get away from it. So, you know, you and I have talked about this and I've got a little bit of knowledge of the markets, just following the stock market and the bond market for my day job in the mortgage world. So I, I know charts, I know some, some day trading strategies, but for the listeners out there who aren't uh, familiar, Forex is foreign currency the foreign exchange. Ex- the, the, how, how do you, okay. The foreign currency exchange market. And okay. So the stock market is, uh, it's like, I think the worth of it was like 3.6 billion or something dollars, but the worth of the Forex market is like $6.6 trillion. So the Forex market funds the stock market. It's because it's the transfer of every currency in the world being traded against each other. That goes to the, the yen, to the pound from the United States dollar to the Canadian dollar, even the African czar to the Mexican peso, you can pit any currency against each other. And the more exotic it is, the more valuable it is. And it's basically, I mean, that's really how it works. And I mean, the market runs 24, 24 or five, it opens Sunday at four, closes at Friday at four, but it's 24 seven, I mean, 24 or five, other than that, unlike the stock market, it closes at like, Four, I'm pretty sure, and it opens up at seven. So you have like only yeah. an allotted amount of time. Yeah. So you have kind of a unique work schedule, right? So so you're working afternoons into the evenings, right? Four till yeah. one, I think it was what you said. Um, five. Yeah, five, five to one. Five to one. And, and so and when when is that sweet spot for you doing the Forex trading? One, really, I've been trading during this second job the airline fueler because i work from five to one and then four to uh, noon so i'll get a nap in between the noon i mean between the 1 a.m to four and then i'll go to work at four and then we're not constantly working so in between that time i'm 
like I'm on the charts. And then when I get home, I basically type out, well, I basically, I'll show you over here, but I basically uh, map out what happened that day, put it in my journal, and then I'll reflect on it on the weekend, on Saturday, whenever the market closes. But um, that's really when I'm trading. And then on Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm up the whole London from um, basically midnight to about three or four in the morning. Then I'll go to sleep, wake up about like eight or nine, or I'll sleep till 10. Because there's also an afternoon session that I can catch Tuesday and Wednesday for indices like uh, S&P like, uh, 500 and NAS 100 and US 30. I can catch the afternoon session for those pairs. So, so what you're saying is, is you don't you don't ever sleep. You're up twenty four seven, right? Is, is that what you're saying? I probably. I think this <laughs> week I probably got like seven or eight hours of sleep. So, Jesus, that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, that, and and that statement right there, there, there's so much to unpack with that because, you know, we talk about this a lot. When your when your why is strong enough, the how figures itself out. And <laughs> um, to do that and yeah, stand that, you you got to have a pretty strong why. Um, which I, I want to dig into that a little bit later. Uh, but okay. how did you get into, because Forex trading, that's a, it's very specific, very unique. And, um, you know, how did you get into that in the first place? It, it was a funny story. I was, um, I was scrolling on Facebook, just scrolling through Facebook. And um, I saw this girl, which I thought it was my male friend, but it was actually a girl. They had the same name, but I saw her on, she posted a picture and she's making like 50 or like 60 bucks from her phone and she and she said if you want to learn how to make money from your phone message me so i was like well you're making real money from your phone so i messaged her and we get into it she we start talking and she basically says yes yeah, this is for it's called forex foreign currency exchange market and you basically trade currencies against each other and you can make money off of it and i was like i was skeptical so i was real skeptical at first because it was like it sounded like it was a scam, like a scam or just something because no way you could just make money from your phone just by pressing a button. Because she all she did was she said she pressed sell, price started dropping, and she was up 50, 60 bucks. So just surprised. So from there, she showed me the um group that she was with. It was an MLM, which is a multi-level marketing group. It's called uh iMarkets Live, IML. So I paid um $225 to join that. And then I uh, started learning they basically they, once i paid the 225 they released to me a lot of content uh just beginner courses intermediate advanced and then they had live uh streams throughout the day people will be talking at like certain times throughout the day that i had access to and then i was also put into a group of people that we were all basically learning together and basically going to be on this journey together so in that process um well the process didn't go that well Cause it was so many people to where I kind of just was at the bottom and nobody really cared. So I was just going through the material on my own and took notes, got what I got from it. And I did make a little money because the second I learned it and I thought I knew what I was doing, I put real money into it and I started, I made, I made a little bit of money, but I also ended up losing it. So the um, journey was definitely hard and then i paid another month of that too because i thought maybe i was just it was just something with me because they started introducing things that would basically tell you when to get in and when to get out of the trade making it somewhat like basically automated so i paid another month for that to do that and that was another 200 so but i stopped after that but so in total i spent about 425 um for that 
for the education. And the, the only reason I say that is because I just want to kind of tell you, like in total, I probably spent four to five thousand dollars over the past three years in just education and trial runs and practicing and learning. Like, and I'm still, I'm still not, I'm still going at it. Like, I'm still gonna invest more money. I, I'm not discouraged by that or anything like that. But it definitely takes some persistence and some and some money and money that I worked hard for over the years. But um, that's what got me into it. She added me into that group. And once I stopped paying for that group, I found other groups. Because once you find one person that knows about it, then you just start seeing more people, more people. And then somebody else got me into another group. And that lasted for probably about six months to eight months. I stuck with that group. They were They were better, but they weren't what I needed. And then I finally came over and found my actual mentor now that I completely study under, which is ICT. That's when I ended up paying. Um, I joined his, his actual paid mentorship group and paid $155 for 12 months. And then at the end of that 12 months, I paid $200. So I paid about like can, $2,000. Can you repeat that one more time? What was the name of the group? ICT. That's the name of his YouTube. His name is Michael Huddleston. Michael Huddleston, uh, Inner Circle Trader on YouTube. And I basically joined his paid mentorship group. Um, went through the whole year of learning and studying under his tutelage. And then this is my first official year on my own. So the first year was learning from the multi-level marketing and the other group that wasn't really what I needed. Then the second year, I was kind of using the free information that he offered on YouTube. And then he offered the mentorship in 2021. I instantly signed up for it, paid for it. And then finished that out last year. And now I'm on my first year. Why would you say he's different than the rest? Because he teaches a completely different mindset and perspective of the markets. He teaches you not to look at the markets as in buying and selling pressure, but as in the market runs off liquidity. Because if you want to buy something, somebody has to sell it to you. And if you want to sell it, somebody has to buy it from you. And the only way for that before that to be achieved is for there have to be something in the market. There has to be money somewhere in the market for somebody to take. So, I mean, it'll be easier when, to explain when I show you, but the market runs off liquidity. So, yeah, and, you mentioned algos in our previous yeah. conversations. So do, do you want to dig into that right? Dig into it right now or just do it, do it later? Uh, it's up to you. I can show right now if you want. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's no dig into it. Yeah. Yes. Cause I think, what, you know, one of the things you're telling me is that these algos, you know, they have preset kind of directions and, and formats and, um, uh, patterns that they want to be able to, to do and get to a certain place. And you can, I guess, decipher or recognize yeah. these patterns and, and trade off of them, I guess is what you're saying. Right. Exactly. Cool. So on, on average or, or whatnot, if, if you're up from a one to four session, how many trades would you do in that session? Between two to three, just because I like to aim for liquidity pools. Mm -hmm. So you can, you can basically use a segment of time to measure how far price is going to go in a segment of time. This is just proving that it's an algo because how can I almost get the perfect low of the day based off something that happened before this even right. from 8 p.m. to just hitting midnight? I could use that information to project the low of the day and then possibly the high of the day as well. 
And so, this is uh, this is the kind of stuff that that translates to other to other markets, right? The uh, the stock yeah, market, the bond it. market. Yes, this this applies to any and every market. It can look like bars. It's all it's all the same. So it's all so just reading price pattern recognition, knowing the game. You know, these are some of the things I think we're talking about here. So, if you were to break it down, what what's the number one reason tr most traders fail? The reason most traders fail, for one, is because they look at other people. And they, they they look they look at their success and try to compare themselves. Two is they don't have a consistent routine or thought process because not only not only do you need a consistent routine like every day I'll I mark out this Asian session as a box and I mark it down to see how far price could go down if I'm if I'm thinking it's going to be a, a bearish day and I'm marking it up high to see how high I can go if I think it's going to be a, a bullish day. And that's that's something that I do every day. And once I see it sweep one side like this was. The box for Asian. Once it sweeps one side, if it doesn't come to the middle of it and go and keep going in the direction that it went, I'm assuming that it's coming the other direction. And now I'm just trying to get in at one of these fingerprints into the market. I'm just trying to get in and cut and, and I'm tracing liquidity, which was down here today. So it's the hardest. So it's like people, if you don't have a, so it's like not having a consistent routine and not knowing what you're looking for and having a consistent thought process, you're not going to be able to be successful. Because if I didn't come in thinking the same thought process of, all right, if it goes here and doesn't go all the way, then like, if you, if you can't keep a constant um, bias per se, then you're going to have a difficult time. Like if you're wishy-washy and you can't stay stern in your decision, then you're, you're going to fail because the markets are meant to play with your emotions. It's meant to make you think one thing's happening when another thing is really happening. Yeah. So you just have to really be consistent and uh, have a consistent thought process and just have a, you have to be just a consistent person overall in some aspect, like honestly, because if not, then you're never going to be able to be consistent with the market. So from a, a higher level, right? So you've got people that have been doing this for years and know the game in and out. Right. You know, th th those those people that are in that higher level and experience, you know, what what is the how would you kind of uh, illustrate what that life looks like for the top traders and how much money are they making? What, 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 like, what's the, the cream of the crop? What are they doing? Man. So I'm going to be honest with you. The real cream of the crop, you'll never hear from them because they silent, they silently make at least half a meal a day and it's like they live in remote areas because it's like as a trader you don't you don't need anybody you don't need to interact with people you just need to be one with yourself you need to know yourself you need to understand yourself but um you can go to youtube and there's this guy who's actually in the same mentorship that i'm in but he was in it the previous year or the previous two years he, he's, he's 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 a little more vetted with it uh his name is red pill trading on youtube and he's did he signed up for the prop firm ftmo and they, they basically they give you a certain amount of money to trade with uh demo money and then the profit that you make on that they they send you that actual profit to you and they, they split it with you 70 30 so if you make a hundred thousand dollars they'll send you seventy thousand dollars and they'll wow. take 30 percent i mean, I mean and, and they'll take thirty thousand and excuse me he has 
P has proof for like the last eight or t eight or six months of him doing that and trading his live account. And, and you can see how much he makes. He's well over, he's well over a million just in, just in his own account. And then I know he has a few FTMO accounts. So, and I mean, he's just, he's humble with it. And, but it's the cream of the crop is really, it's, it's having any and everything you want there. The Forex, there is no limit. It all depends on your account size or it depends on your balls really is what I'll say, because you can get five, you can put $500 into an account and get the leverage of one to 500, which means for every $1 that you put into the account, we're going to give you 500. So that's going to up your leverage to where you can risk more money on the account, but you're going to lose that money just as fast because you're, because you have, because you're acting, because you're, they're giving you more than what you really have. So now, you you put in 10 cents to it's make not, full. No, 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 I don't, I didn't put in 10 cents. So like, let's say my account I have is 50, is $50. I have an account mm -hmm. with $50 in it and my, my leverage is one to 250. 10 cent is just how much I'm risking. So I'm willing to risk 10 cent for every pip lost or gained in the market. So if I were to lose this trade, I would have lost 10 cent times $6, which is like 60, 60 cent compared to making $4 and 30 cent for every okay. 10 pips. Every 10 pips is going to give me $1 risking okay. 10 cent per trade. So let's say I had an account that had $200 in it then I could risk $1 per trade. So then I was willing to risk $6 to make $43 because I was only aiming from here to that liquidity that, that, we, that we marked out earlier. So that's $43. And so then if I up that and I risk $10 per pit, it's going to give me $430. And then you could, the more money you have in your account, the more you can risk. So let's say you have, a $5,000 account, you can risk 10 or $100 per pip if you manage your money correctly. Because if it's $100 per pip and, only, and, and I have a five pip stop loss, that means I'm willing to, to risk $500 to make $4,300. So as like I said, if you, have the, if you have the balls, you can, you can do, you can make just about anything. But if you want to do it slow and steady the right way, you always only you always only risk one to three percent of your account. Okay. But if you have but if you have the money to you know to do that, if you have five thousand dollars, you can take this trade and risk a hundred dollars per pip and possibly make you know forty four thousand three hundred dollars. And if we look at the time this trade took, so from and this is so from three fifteen in the morning to three fifty five you would have made $4,300. Or let's just say you had about twenty or $25,000 in your account and you took the same trade and you were doing $1,000 per pit, you would have made $43,000 within a matter of 40 minutes. And so that's where these, go ahead. So, so you're getting into kind of part, part of the why, I'm sure. Well, why does somebody spend years to learn this stuff, right? Because if you can make hold up your account to a certain level, then there's an opportunity to make some decent money. Decent money within within a fraction of the time you would spend at, at a job.
or doing anything else. 40 minutes at three o'clock in, at three o'clock in the morning for 40 minutes. I just made my yearly wage. I'm going to go back to sleep for the rest of the day and wake up when I feel like it. Cause I'm, cause I'm good. And one quote that, um, once, and I mean, that's one quote that I wanted to, that I kind of made or something that really like kept me going with this was, uh, what if your job told you that, um, you had to work for them for five years and for four years, they wouldn't pay you anything. But on the fifth year, you, your, your, your pay was exponential, inf infinite. You can get whatever amount you wanted on the fifth year. Would you stay with that for the four years? No, you're not getting paid anything. And every time I think, I'm, I always say yes, I would, I would do it because I know at the end of the light, I mean, at the, at the end of the tunnel, it's a light, like yeah. no question. So that's why that's, that is my ultimate why too. Yeah. I, and, and that right there is like such an impactful, you know, place to even just digest a little bit because, you know, if someone said, yeah, you're going to be guaranteed to be able to make an infinite amount of money, a million dollars, a billion dollars, whatever it is, but that's not really how life works, right? I mean, there's no guarantee. So you put in all this work and I'm sure you have days where you doubt yourself, days that you uh, have some failures and don't have the successes that you, that you desire. Oh, yeah. But then oh, yeah. coming back every single day to keep going and learning and getting better every single day for the what if, for the what if. And then all of a sudden, you know, then things start to click, things start to, to go go forward and you get momentum that's, and then all of a sudden, right? I mean. That's all. That's all. It literally, it just takes a click. Once once you get that click in your head, something that clicks for you, something that you just can't unsee, something that you really like, you're going to, it's going to, it's going to be impossible for you to lose. And it's like, I'm, I'm only saying that because I've, I've seen it. The group that I'm in right now that I'm actively in, like what I've seen him do, like $23 to like $10,000 is ridiculous. Where It's like. What, what's what's your mentor's name again? Michael? Michael. But I have another mentor who actually, who, who learned, who learned from him too. Like. Okay. Student, like, yeah. But um, his name, I can give you his YouTube too if you want. It's um, The Currency Merchant on youtube as well and uh, he's a student of, of 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 my mentor so we're all students of him but what you're able to do with with this knowledge once you master it it's it's scary like he he did it in front of us in two two weeks he took 23 dollars to, to twenty thousand. Jeez. but i'd rather i'd rather i'd rather have him come talk to you on a podcast or something but he lives in jamaica sure. but okay. we can like i'd rather because yeah. so you can see it but that's it's cool. just um, once you know that once you know the capabilities and the possibilities, there's there is no there's no there's, there's no giving up. There is no. I mean, I doubt it. I never doubted myself. I just really, I just always thought that I should I should be doing better, or I, I or I need to go harder. Is what it makes me think, because it's like once you learn it, you're gonna make money. There is no the only way you can lose is if you give up. The only way I could fail is if I don't keep trying. The only way I can get knocked out is if I don't get up. So it's like, I, I don't really see an end because I want this to be what I'm doing when I'm 40, when I'm 50, when I'm yeah. 60, what I want to be doing. So, so you know, the, the some of the stats out there uh, of wealth, right? I mean, I, I'm kind of getting to a point here. You know, mm -hmm. you got the, this, this, Get this wealth uh, gap from the top to the bottom, and you got people that 
you know, can find the right formula and, you know, get ahead and then, um, you know, start to build wealth. And, you know, when time's on your side and you're, you're doing the right actions and those actions compound for you instead of against you, then you have the opportunity to be able to, to, you know, to build wealth and have that snowball for you in that direction. But, um, you know, how do how do you, how do you keep pushing through? Right. I mean, how, how do you, how do you, how do you know so well that you're going to make it? How, how did you get to that point? Were you, were you always at that point that you just knew? Or can you manufacture that in, in a way to where, you know, that you can start to believe in yourself? Because, you know, the people out there that don't reach their goals, they, they know what they need to do to be able to reach their goals. But many people just don't do it or don't do it consistently enough or maybe get distracted or forget, right? Just like your New Year's resolution kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, people start out excited and, and, and want to do it and fall off the wagon, you know, after a week or two or, or, or a month, or they don't see the results. So they stop. Right. So how do you, how, how do you, how do you tackle that? How do, how do you, how do you explain that? See, what I would probably say is because I, I honestly, I had one nice success in the beginning and whenever I feel like whenever, whenever I feel discouraged or like I can't do it, I just go back to that one success that I had and realize that I did that. I did that out of my own validity. And I didn't even know as much as I did then. I know way more now than I knew then. So there is no excuse. I'm better than I was then. And I did really good back then. So there's no telling what I could do now. So the best advice I'll probably say is make sure you like it first. And then do just be do just get just be successful one time and make sure you screenshot it, take a picture, whether it be real life or in your mind, and have that hanging up like I did that. Because people a lot of times forget who they are and forget what you've done. Like you've came a long way. Like don't assume just because you have it's shitty right now, but like you've came a long way. Like if I just look back to what I my how I used to think and all that. I've come a long way. Like if I wanted to, I could, I could sell my knowledge, just as things that I know about the market. I could sell it to people. Like I could tell you how to get in, how to get out. And if you follow my exact rules, I promise you, like maybe not, we may not win all the time, but at least 70% of the time you're going to win. It's just about being consistent with it. So it's just, that's the best, really the best advice is make sure you like it. And if be successful, like, I'm not saying be, be successful, but try your best to, you know, at least do it well one time to where you're satisfied with it and uh, kind of hold on to that memory because that'll remind you it'll it'll keep you going. At least that's what, I mean, that's at least for me. Do you, do you have any, any processes behind that? You know, you mentioned, you know, print it, stick on, on your screen or your wall or whatever. I mean, what are some of the processes that, that you use as your career on this has evolved to try to keep your, your processes, your systems in line and to, to build, to build those habits. On my telegram, on my phone, I have telegram and um, I have a personal journal that I basically screenshot and talk to myself. I screenshot trades, charts, talk about how I was feeling, whatever, whatever. And then I'll post it there. And then whenever I do that, these three or four times a week. It may be like one or two days where I don't do it, but that's because I just, I wasn't in tune with the market. I was kind of just looking at it, checking on it. I wasn't trying to get in or trying to get out of the trade. 
But whenever I'm trying to get in, trying to get out of a trade, or if I'm really studying price action because I want to see price do something that I'd expect it to do, I'm screenshotting back and forth, back and forth, typing in notes how I feel back and forth. And just that's really that's really my process because then at the end of the week, I'll come back and look at it. Or if I remember feeling discouraged that I don't know what I'm doing, I'll go back and look at like, dude, you knew exactly what was going on in price at that moment. And that was you two weeks ago. That was you a month ago. That was you six months ago. I'm like, yeah, okay, I do know what I'm doing. Because it just gives me that confidence that, because when you're looking at something, you can be unsure. And if if you're unsure, you're bound to lose money. Like you have to be, you have to know what you're doing, you have to know what you want in this market or else it's going to eat you a lot. Because yeah. it's really, it's really a doggy dog world. It's not, the broker doesn't work with you. They're, you your, your friends can't help you place a trade. It's you and your phone or you and your computer and those charts in the end, so. Yeah, that's mm. that's so cool. And and you're doing all this stuff, kind of going back to the beginning. Where, hey, you you've got basically two full time jobs that you're doing, trying to get ahead and trying to be able to stockpile some cash and and uh, you know and invest along the way. Um, yeah. We'll have to get we'll have to catch back up with you here uh, down the road. So, in six months or a year, where do you want to be? Do you have any targets or goals that you want to be at uh, in, in the near future? In a year, for sure, I know I'm gonna have. A five thousand dollar personal account, and I expect you making at least four to five hundred dollars a month just based off that. I'm going to slowly grow that account, and I'm going to basically try to grow that account so I can pay two or three of my bills, just so I can start incorporating trading into take care of my life. So I'm making this amount of money every month. I can put that towards bills and use the rest from my jobs, you know, to save and invest more, and then. Two years from now, I expect for that to have catapulted to at least twenty-five thousand, and then I'll most likely be only working one job or maybe no no jobs at that point, because I know I should be able to cover my expenses here. Because uh, that's actually earlier when you were talking about expenses versus income, mm -hmm. I do that personally myself. I add up every bill that I have, and I add up how much I made the previous month from my jobs. And I basically calculate, okay, I should have this much money left if I do everything correctly. And I also live below my means because I understand if I'm going out every night, driving to places I don't need to go to, eating out uh, every night, doing all that, it's going to eat into the money that I could be using to save and invest, which will better my future. Because I'm 24 now, by like 27, 28, I want to be able to wake up when I want, do what I want, go where I want. And I want to really take care of my mom. She just bought a house. I want to get her house paid off and just have her be able to sit back. Cause she's been, she's been working a lot. She's been doing a lot for me. That's awesome. Yeah. And that right there, Hey, living life with the power of choice to be able to have the, the, the passive income, the funds built up to be able to go do the things that you're passionate about and not have to stress about your nine to five or your exactly. two jobs. The, the time freedom. That's really, yeah. That's yeah. Really yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I mean, just awesome stuff. There's so much more we can probably dig into on this, but um, you know, we dig in, we dug into the the savings equation. You know, income minus your expenses equals your savings. And again, all kinds of content out there about cutting your expenses and budgets and whatnot. Yeah. And you know, generating more income is a hot button, especially right now in this environment with uh, inflation being high and wages not catching up to expenses. So, you know, um, Javon, just so cool to share your story and all the things you're doing and the hard work you're putting in, the dedication and uh, I do have one more question for you. So 
uh, all the things you're doing, I mean, I, I don't see a lot of people doing all that, uh, especially at that age. Um, yeah. So in, in your circles, your friends, family, I mean, would you say there's there's a lot of other people that have that same kind of a mindset that you have or, 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 or is that seldom? Is it unique? I mean, what, how would you how would you compare that to the people around you? Um, I would say I, I would say it's it's unique, but um, I just met up with a friend yesterday, actually who me and him were talking a little bit on um, Snapchat and we actually have the same mindset right now as in, as of like growing and uh, passive income and generational wealth and things like that. And he was tell, talking to me about revenue sharing, which is uh, interesting. He's going to talk to me more about it, but he's basically talking about how the people that he works with, they're making passively like 50 to $100,000 based off this revenue sharing business model. So other than him, uh, there's nobody else really on the same wavelength that I'm on. I, I tell my friends about it. I've been telling them about it since 2019, but it's, they don't, they don't, I don't know. It's just something, not something that everybody's into around me. So it's really just me and my friend that I really just linked up with me. and have really started talking and trying because we're on the same wavelength. But. That's awesome. That's awesome. And that, yeah. that's part of the reason why we're doing this, right? Is to be able to show people that are out there, hey, if you've got the desire to try to get ahead, build wealth and do something that's a little bit different and outside the box that there's other people right. like you that are doing it. They can share ideas and exactly. tips and, and, um, and maybe even connect. So, um, just so happy to have you on. Thanks for sharing some, some insights and advice and, you know, the algo without that. I love that stuff and, uh, sharing Thanks. your story and we'll have to have you back on here down the road definitely, um, definitely. very soon. So Javon Williams in San Luis, Missouri. Thank Thanks, you. Javon. All right. Take care. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Strive for 25 podcast. If you're ready to jumpstart your financial journey and take it to the next level, you may want to join our 30-day habit challenge, which you can find on our website, strivefor25.com, strive, F-O-R, the number 25.com. You can also follow us on YouTube and Instagram by searching strive for the number 25. And if you have any questions, and want to reach out to us, you can also connect with us on our website. Thank you so much.